listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon. I'm really excited to welcome back on the program fitness coach Nathan Solier. Nathan, it's great to speak to you again today. How are you doing? Oh, I'm pumped. I'm yeah. pumped, and I'm standing with this one as well. So, oh, uh, you yeah. know, whenever you stand, you've got so much more energy, right? Let me just adjust the mic. Okay, guys, get on Facebook Live, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see Nathan and Noreen standing to do today's interview. Okay, let me just readjust the camera (laughs) and everything. Okay, I'm standing too. Yeah! All right, good work, good work. So this afternoon, we're talking about standing, but also about breathing and posture, um, which kind of have an interesting relationship because there are times when I feel like when I'm hunched over, I'm not breathing as well, or I feel just more anxious with that posture alone. It's funny how your posture changes your whole mood and the whole energy level. Do, do you find that as well? Oh, oh, absolutely. And, you know, the, 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 thing, about post, uh, the, the thing about breathing is – is you know you can go you can go weeks without food you can go days without water but you can literally only go minutes without breathing minutes, and so breathing seconds is for me uber like important 30 seconds. yeah it's super super important and, and a lot of people forget about that and you know the you know the the thing was with um uh, with breathing is as if your if your breathing's out it causes pain it causes digestive issues it plays you with your biochemical your, your biochemical system and then it also it it also makes you feel um you know fantastic or oh i'm feeling down and, and feeling depressed and what i'm finding is is that what what position are we normally in when we're you know when we're sitting at desks most of the time we're hunched over a desk shoulders you know, roll forward our shoulders are rolled forward our heads forward um, and and because we're in this position, the um, uh, that that plays a, uh, a a significant role in how we actually feel. So, if you are if you are if, if here's here's a good one that you you may not know is is when kids um, when when uh, blind kids get feel like they uh, you know they've achieved something they feel like a winner's. They do this. They put their hands straight up in the air. Now, this is innate. It's something in our bodies. When we feel great, we want to do this. And also with our posture. When we do we this, we're, we're saying we're lifting our arms up in the air. For some of our radio listeners, we're lifting like kind of like the YMCA, like the Y. Very good. Yes. Yeah, so it's like a Y. So, so what that actually does is, is that that actually releases endorphins into our body saying, yes, we feel great. And so, you know, back to my back to my point about posture is is that if you can actually just lift your chest just two millimeters, and you do that often enough, it will change your mental state. Wow! So it's really important to actually, you know, posture is super important to be able to to influence your you know your your mental state, your physical state. So when it comes back to breathing. Here's a great exercise you can do. You, you, you know, most of your readers are probably either sitting in the car, um, crouching forward, or they're sitting at their desks or, or however they may be. But if you're not, what I'd like you guys to do is I want you to crouch forward, and then I want you to take a big breath in. So feel how restricted that is. 
I couldn't right? help it. I had to now, pull my shoulders back because when I was breathing in, you, you just automatically want to lift up your, your, your shoulders and your chest. You kind of don't yes, breathe properly exactly. when you're rolled forward. Very good. So it actually restricts your breathing crouched over. Now, here's the next one. I want you to keep in that position and I want you to breathe big breath in and then lift your chest. So breathe in. So starting from the crouching position and then sort of but lifting your shoulders back. Oh, much better. That's right. Lifting up nice and proud. So imagine there's a piece of string pulling up through the head and then you exhale and you can go back to that position again. Notice the difference. Yeah. The ease that you have just by lifting that chest up and the breath that you can take in. And one of those things that I find, especially with, and I, I had this, this, um, this, this, uh, uh, this session this morning with a mother and she's been complaining about, oh, look, you know, I, you know I, I don't feel like I have much stamina. I looked at her posture and her shoulders are rounded. And I asked her, are you still breastfeeding? And she says, yeah, I'm still breastfeeding. And part of the reason why she's crouched over is because she's feeding her baby, which is causing her this, this rounded posture. Thank so you. So I asked her. It's kind of like me. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I don't know why I'm speaking in such a high pitch. Yes, I hear, I hear your sister. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what I've done, what I've, what I've said to her is, is like, you know, what I'd like you to do is, is when you start exercising, I want you to just lie on your back. And I want you to belly breathe. And what I mean by belly breathe is, is like when your tummy, uh, when you breathe in, you make your tummy into a big volcano. And then as you breathe out, you turn it into a valley. So it just goes in. So you're lying on your back and you do 20 big breaths. And what we're trying to do here is, is we're trying to train you to breathe the first part into your diaphragm. Because as a human, we are supposed to breathe two-thirds into our diaphragm and one-third into our chest. What we tend to do, especially when we get anxious or when we get stressed, is we breathe all into our chest and not into our diaphragm. Mm. And that plays a role in how we can actually, you know, physically adapt to an, an activity. It also causes tension through your neck and shoulders. Uh, it, it, it also creates a shorter breath, so that way... You know, you, you feel tired more often. So my point being is, is that, you know, your breath is really important and as well as your posture, and they coexist together. If you've got poor posture, odds on your breathing will be dysfunctional. So sense. being able to get your shoulder blades back, okay, and when you breathe in, you breathe two-thirds into your diaphragm, one-third into your chest, and then you exhale and then you can actually roll your shoulders forward. And then you breathe in, open it up again, and then you breathe out as you go forward. So, yeah, super important. Super important to be able to actually increase your posture, to be able to increase your breathing. Because there's so many different, you know, the, the, there's so many dysfunctions that you get from, uh, you know, from poor breathing that, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, don't click on. You know, obviously one of those one of those things is, is uh, is lack of energy because if you're not breathing right, you're not taking enough oxygen in, you're just feeling tired a lot. Yeah. Poor adaptation to exercise. And here's one more. Even sleep apnea can be caused by poor posture. Wow. So that's the one when sort of when you're sleeping and you're making that massive um, snoring sound. 
that sort of sleep or apnea. Even, and, or even pausing. And pausing, even breathing. pausing yeah, that's breathing. So what you'll do is you'll breathe in and then you'll hold your breath and then you'll breathe them back out again. And so if your posture is poor, like you've got a really high pillow, for example, and it's pulling your neck forward, that's going to cut off your windpipe. It's also going to start rolling your shoulders forward. So it's really important. They even say that you should be trying to breathe lying on your left-hand side because that also doesn't put pressure on your, on, your, um, uh, on your artery to back to your heart. So it's really important to lie on your left-hand side. They do that with women who are pregnant as well. Oh, yeah. So lying on your left-hand side, both sides is okay, but the left-hand side especially is the best side to sleep on. That's right, more oxygenated blood. Um, Nathan, we talked about sort of the importance of belly breathing. Are you When you breathe in like that, are you supposed to feel it coming down your spine a little bit and just sort of the energy flowing down your spine? So it doesn't just stop in your chest cavity. If you breathe in with your shoulders back, you're supposed to feel yeah. it. So, so when you breathe into your diaphragm, what you're supposed to be doing is you imagine your 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 belly is expanding so you imagine you you've swallowed a balloon and your balloon is like in your belly and then as you breathe in which of course it's going to fill up that balloon that's what you're trying to do and the thing is is like breathe really deep into your pelvis there because there's hormones in your you know there's there's actually hormones in your uh, in the in the bottom of your diaphragm that when they release you actually start to calm down so have you ever had those times where they say, okay, start calm down, breathing through your diaphragm, and then it'll calm you down? The reason, part of that reason is, is because it's releasing hormone or, or dopamine into the system to be able to relax the body. Okay, very interesting. Okay, now that we're talking about sort of sleep apnea, can we talk about sleep positions and how that might affect our breathing? I mean, we we don't just breathe in our everyday waking life. We also breathe during our sleep, hopefully. Um, and sleeping on the left side, as you said, is probably one of the best ways, not just for pregnant women, but for, for people in general. It carries more oxygenated blood back to your, your heart and your lungs. What about sleeping on your front? Um, some people, uh, when I say sleeping on your front, sort of sleeping on your belly, of course, most people still turn their head to the side. <laughs> you can't really be sleeping with your face in the pillow. No judgment there. I'm sure yeah, some people that, manage to do that. But I've, is that bad for, your, for, for, for getting oxygen into your body as well? Because you're sleeping on your front? Yeah, it is. The thing is, is because you're lying on your tummy, it's restricting the movement of your diaphragm. And some people feel really comfortable lying on their tummy. Like, I, you know, there's times where I like to be able to lie on my tummy. But what I tend to do is, is I'll prop one leg up. So it allows there's a little bit of a gap between my tummy and the mattress. Yes. So that way I can actually breathe a lot easier there. But the most ideal one is either lying on your side or actually having a, a you know, a, a foam uh, molded pillow. So that way you can lie on your back. And then that way you can actually just allow yourself to be able to lie in a position which is 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 a uh, you know a, a very uh, a supine position or you know the um, um, the um, oh, I keep forgetting Leonardo da Vinci the anatomy of man you know lying in that position where uh, you're lying on your back okay. nice and flat yes exactly <laughs> and so. So the best way to do is just lying on your side, on your head, but just making sure that you have a pillow that supports your neck. A lot of pillows I find are either too soft or they're just too hard. They prop, which of course puts pressure on. If you have 
here's one I would look at. If you look in the mirror and you can see your health head tilting to the side, ask you what side, what side do you like to lie on on your pillow? I would assert that if your head is tilting to the right, then you actually have the pillow more on your left-hand side, which is pushing your head to the side. Yeah. So if you do lie on your side, try to get one of those pillows that actually curve you know, with your neck and it curves around your head so that way you can lie nice and straight. Okay, so if your head is tilting to one side, and it's not because of one too many selfies, sort of, you know, looking at the camera, or or your best side to the Zoom, yeah, to the Zoom meetings these days, you know, hello. Okay, so switching up positions and and, and finding the right pillow is very important, as, as you were saying. Are there sort of, what are the common problems that some of the clients you see, and they come to you and say, I feel like I've got backache or, or some sore, some sore bits, and it comes down to um, the the inappropriate way of breathing. And once oh, you fix, really and once you fix the because breathing, actually, the other problems are not automatically fixed, but sort of, um, sort of gets a bit better. Well, see, the thing is, is like you know, with people who have back pain, generally the muscles around the core. Or the muscles, you know, uh, the the diaphragm or the the transverse abdominal stretch around um, just underneath the rib cage, it's usually switched off. So with people who have back pain, the best or the first thing I get them to do is I get them to learn how to breathe first. Mm-hmm. And all I do is, is I get them to lie on their back. They prop their knees up, you know, they bend their knees. And they put one hand on their chest, one hand on their belly, and then they belly breathe. So all they'll do is they just take a big breath in, fill up their diaphragm, and then relax. And what I find with that is is that it actually starts to, every time you expand, which relaxes the diaphragm or relaxes the transverse abdominis, it also starts to release the muscles in the back as well. So the first port of call with any corrective exercise program is restoring their breathing to a functional state first. So it's a really good one because I I do find that a lot. The first thing that I always look at is if someone has pain, as I look at their breathing first. And, oh, man, I can't say say 100% of the time, but 99% I find that they have a dysfunctional core, which means that they're not breathing through their diaphragm and that's part of the reason why they're getting this backache. Yeah. How do we know if we're breathing through our diaphragm in, in everyday life and, and not just when we're consciously thinking about it? I mean, I'm thinking about children, for example, and I think you talked about it in previous programs where children, if you watch them sleep, it's not really their chest that rises and falls. It's really their tummy. Their tummies move up and down, and it's because it's their bellies uh, it's because they're belly breathing and they're breathing in deeply and you can see their diaphragm they're moving doing it correctly yeah they're, yeah, yeah they're doing it correctly babies are so, yeah the, the, so so let this let's do it let's let's do this test right so i want everyone to put their hand on the chest one hand on their tummy okay okay hand on and the i chest. want you one to notice watch on one, one rises okay and and look you know you already know that you need to be breathing through your tummy i just want you to relax i want you to forget about that i just want you to take a big breath in so breathe in and then breathe out and again breathe in and notice where you're breathing from one more breath in breathe in Is your belly going out or is your chest rising? And breathe out. 
my when I'm breathing in, my chest is rising slightly, but I can feel my belly moving beneath the layers of fat. And then when I breathe out, I can definitely feel my tummy moving in a little bit. Oh, fantastic! Okay, so so you've got to be able to just be really honest with yourself. Is is like if you are not breathing into your tummy first, the first port which should be the two thirds into your diaphragm, one third into your chest. If you are breathing through your diaphragm and one third into your chest, you're great, you're perfect. But if you're not, if you're breathing like as in sort of half into your tummy, half into your chest, well then there's a dysfunction there. And so that's the best way to actually know. So, and and another one you could also ask yourself if that if you if you thought, oh no, I did that okay. Do you get tight through your neck and shoulders? Do you get do you get a tightness through the front of your neck? Is your head forward like this at all? Are you rounded through your shoulders? And if you're rounded through your shoulders, if you get tight through the back of your neck, then you may find that your breathing is out. Mm. Wow. Okay, these and are really good signs. Know, exactly. And, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care whether people go, well, I think I've already got it. I always get them to start off with this, and it's just a daily practice for the first 21 days because I know that once I've got that down pat, then all of the pieces out come on top of that because if you can't breathe, then you can't move correctly. So that is the first port of call, and that's why posture and breathing is so interrelated is is that, you know, if you can see someone's posture poor, you can pretty much guarantee their their breathing is out as well. And so I need to be able to return them back to correct breathing first. Once we've got that correct breathing so that then I can actually start then I can actually start correcting their posture by strengthening the muscles that are weak and stretching the muscles that are, that are tight it's so, because the breathing will be back to its function again. It's so innate and it's so funny that we, know, we, we don't really think about our breathing. When we're exercising, we think about our form, we think about you know, the way we move and we think about technique. But you know, something as simple um, as breathing is really paramount to, you know, like you said just now, if you don't breathe, you're not moving correctly. If you're not breathing correctly, you're not moving correctly. So something really we should be thinking about. And, and one more thing I want to add is, is like when you stretch, if you breathe out when you stretch, you'll actually get a deeper stretch. And if you want to contract, and if you want to get a better contraction, you breathe out when you contract. So your your power and your flexibility will be influenced by your breath. Yeah. And a really good one, and I would just leave it with you just before we go, is, is like I want you to try something for me. Is if you've got like a, 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 a ball, like a tennis ball, and you're going to throw it, and I want you to throw it as far as you can. I want you to exhale as you throw. Then I want you to get that ball again, and I want you to inhale when you throw. Oh, it feels odd. It feels odd. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, from performance-wise, you'll go further if you breathe out. But if you breathe in when you throw, you're not going to go throw so far. Exactly. Cause you and that's like, a perfect example. That's such a good example because, you, you know, you have to, ex, you know, you're, it's expelling your breath and sort of expelling the ball, sort of going hand in yeah. hand. Yeah. <laughs> 
Excellent. Right. So, so, so even so, even improving the um, uh, the performance of your breath when you're performing an exercise will also aid in your performance. Excellent. Well, Nathan, thank you so much once again for your sharing with us this afternoon. Can you remind our listeners once again, have you got a website or YouTube channel or social media we can follow you on? Oh, I'm on all of those things. You can go to my YouTube channel, which is Elite Personal Training Hong Kong, or you can go to my Facebook, which is Elite PT Studio, or even follow me on Instagram, which is Elite PT Studio. Excellent. Well, Nathan, thank you so much for your time uh, this afternoon, and I look forward to chatting with you again uh, next week. Thank you very much to Nathan Solia, fitness coach from Elite Personal Training. Thank you and take care.